0: Hello, 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 hello. Hi. How are we doing? How are we doing? Very good. How are we doing? How are we doing? How are we doing? Uh, Welcome back to another week of Making Sense. It's been an interesting week, like every one of them seems to be at the moment. Um, You know, a lot's gone on this week. We've got a little bit of announcement that we'll get into a bit later that (laughs) I'm excited (laughs) about. Nobody's pregnant, (laughs) 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 Uh, but yeah, enough. Uh, as always, thanks for the love, Uh, thanks for the support. All the messages we're getting from everybody have been very inspirational yeah. for me. And I think all of us really to continue on doing what we're doing. Uh, oh, I think, where, where should we go? Um,
1: Let us know who you are.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's me again. Sorry, I always get carried away and forget that bit. Yeah. So it's me again thinking, Jay. Um, we have...
1: I'm Sam.
2: Just Sam. Just Sam. Sam. Come on,
0: baby, you're going to have to do a bit more. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> then we have...
2: we have Kalisha. And we have yours truly, Francis. Oh, you
0: like yours that yours truly, truly don't it? you? Yeah, true, that yours huh? truly. You've been working on it. You <laughs> messed up the first one time you tried it. I remember.
2: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and we got a special guest today. Hello. We do. Hello. Welcome, sir. How are you? Thank you. you? Thanks,
3: for, thanks for having me. So
0: he's yeah, a special thank you for guest, coming.
3: Francis. <laughs> yeah, it's,
2: uh, it's, it's he, he's a very good friend of mine.
0: <laughs> you wouldn't think <laughs> it the way you introduced him. Well, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't yeah, introduced this is like him. Yet. Uh, that's my point. <laughs> I haven't
2: introduced him yet, but so we've got Wilfred Fianco in the building. That's all formal, formal. Will, Will's cool. Will. Yeah. will. Nice. Hi, Will. How will. You Hi, Will. will. How will. You will. Welcome will. to the family. Thanks a lot. Yeah, Will. So Will's my good friend. Will used to be a mortgage broker. He's also worked as a wealth manager for a private bank and he's currently working for one of the big four consultancy firms in asset management and investment
0: management. Really? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. That's yeah. super interesting, yeah. mate.
3: Yeah. So you yeah, know, it's been a good experience actually. He used to do mortgages as Francis said. And then I just thought wanted to get, I guess, a bit more of a broader skill set. But um but no, it's been a good journey. Okay. Yeah. So wow. so yeah, we invited Will today.
0: Thank you for inviting to, him. You want a pat on the back? <laughs> <laughs> trying to get one credit. Wait, wait. wait, wait. But before we get
4: into it, we have to do the disclaimer. Oh. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Please. Yes, we always we, forget and run off. Francis stage trying to get us sued. <laughs>
1: okay, so I'm going to read out the disclaimer before we move on any further. Please always remember that we are not registered financial advisors. So the information we provide here is food for thought. More than anything, please, 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 always do your own research and consult, if necessary, a professional carefully consider your investment objectives as well as potential risks fees and expenses i'm sick just need to put it out there because i know excuses excuses today. excuses but, um, no that was better i read it better today last time i read it a bit like floyd
0: but <laughs> oh shade whoa what did the money team do to you <laughs>
1: No, it's just
0: banal, but i um, Yeah, I'm six, when they're in I'm your excuse. mentions, they won't be banal. <laughs> <laughs> excuse the voice today, people.
1: Yeah, fine.
0: So, so, so yeah. why are we here today?
2: So yeah, t- today's topic will be on mortgages. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. You know, what they are, how they work, etc. How you can get one, um, the difficulties in getting one, and also the importance of credit and why you need to have a good credit score massive massive subject right yeah, yeah. very yeah. very massive. important given that Will has years and years of experience in that era we invited him to come and shed some light on technical stuff making more <laughs> <messages>. <laughs> the <laughs> stuff <laughs> that <laughs> makes you happy you're,
3: right? you're bigging me up too much Martin. no, no but no, thank no, you for no, coming no, I'm I'm not, not This this in <laughs> not
2: what I've said that's what he does you know in his professional day to day life I've even touched up on what he does outside of that which Ooh, we're I'm not we don't we'll, do that, out, we'll do that offline no, <laughs> we'll no, take that, that one offline we don't have enough time we don't? Know, <laughs> not, no not oh, today. so this going to be a reoccurring <laughs> guess? Yeah, yeah. oh welcome yeah, I'm, <laughs> humbled, I'm, humbled, I'm humbled but um, yeah Will thanks for coming on board yes thank you nice. thank, thank you really appreciate
4: it really, no, really.
3: No, thanks for having me
4: so let's just get into our questions so the first one I would like to know is what are the most common errors that people make on their mortgage applications
3: Cool. And that's a good question as well. Um, I guess the the main thing is understanding the importance of affordability. So a lot of people think, you know, I've got a good salary, um, I'm reasonably well paid, I'm in mm-hmm. a good career, yeah. and it's quite easy for me to get a mortgage. But then when they get there and they're looking at affordability, they look at, oh, I've actually got um, a, a high purchase on a car, mm-hmm. or I've got a personal loan, and then they forget about yeah. those things. Yeah. Yeah. And then they just look at that stuff, ex- right? Exactly. And that could be the difference between you know uh, getting your dream house and yeah. having to go a bit further out okay, so that's yeah. that's one of the main things that people sort of underestimate
4: definitely something that i had to do but i'll talk about
3: that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're waiting to hear about that yeah. <laughs> we got the rocky
2: music for the <laughs> for the backtrack so so it's basically in, in order to kind of avoid that is you know what is that just what makes you yeah, yeah actually basically having point. less debt or what
3: so, so the main, so having debt isn't a bad thing. Okay, it's just all about how you manage your account Indeed, and just okay. being responsible. Indeed. So, mm. just to give you an example, sometimes people think, "Oh, I've got an overdraft. Is that going to be a problem?" Mm. Well, not necessarily, because you could have an overdraft of, say, for a thousand pounds. But if you're well within it and you're managing it quite well, that's, you know that's not going to be a problem. Yeah. Okay. Yes, and then for if sure. You, and then if you look at affordability and you go on the website and and you 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 put all the calculations in, as long as you're within what you need. You're fine, so it's just about you know bearing those things in mind yeah. and managing your account effectively. Mm-hmm.
0: It's true. I think affordability is really important because you know while your house might be affordable now, if interest rates go the wrong way, you know those other direct debits you have are going to become more important because you may have Definitely. to get rid of that exactly. gym, yeah. get rid of that high purchase car. Yeah. You know, it's how much room do you have? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not always going to stay as it is. We've got a really low interest rate environment right now, right? So if you
4: plan to have kids and stuff. Exactly. like that. Exactly, your
0: situation is yeah. going to change. That lifestyle changes. What's a
2: different word for affordability? Yeah.
0: I've always heard of it as affordability, to be fair. yeah, yeah.
2: But, so, okay, what is that? Being able to afford what the
3: mortgage or what, what afford yeah. your lifestyle, yeah. Like
0: yeah, or how comfortably you can afford it. Okay, I, okay. I think they look at it more holistically now, right?
3: Exactly. So, looking at you know what. So let's say they take your bank statement yeah. and they think you know what's going in, what's going out. Oh, and they'll, okay, they'll, okay, okay. They'll take into consideration if you've got a family, perhaps you've got. You've got a wife, or you've got a partner, or you've got a bit of a side piece. Anything. <laughs> Rose hey! comments that are his and his alone. Those are no <laughs> way in the diamond no, of I'm the Making Sense ID, podcast. Just, um, get that one out there. Um, so, so yes, they'll, no they'll look at. Yeah, it's another budget item. So, it's
2: made, no one's here to judge, but it's no. True, no, true. I, I right? mean, I've heard side chicks ain't <laughs> cheap. so
0: you heard? I've heard. This conversation's getting rather heated.
3: Yeah. So, they'll look at literally everything that's going in and out of your account and and again to, to go back to the point of affordability but that's that's the main thing that they'll look at with a, with a fine tooth comb as well and just another point actually different lenders require different things okay. so you might be more oh, really? you might be more um, likely to get a mortgage with let's say for example NatWest in comparison to somebody like say hsbc or first directs because uh, different lenders will have different appetites for the types of clientele so, if, so if, depending on who you're looking for, and, and and the type of product that you're looking for, yeah. it's quite important to bear that in mind too. Cool. Okay, cool.
4: okay. Cool. So, next question: What should people do leading up to a mortgage application to improve chances of a successful outcome?
3: So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, you got so, multitasking. This yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, So one of the main things is definitely need to have a look at your credit file um, and do yeah. and, and check that because you need to know, I guess, how likely you are going to be to go through the agreement in principle. An agreement in principle is a light credit check which says. Um, this person can borrow up to this amount. So I'd say definitely need to do a credit check just to see if you are credit worthy. Yeah, as and well. there's a free now, right? You can and, get existing free now. Does that show up as a search?
0: No, soft searches. I think are yeah, fine, soft searches.
3: So if you go on um, Credit Expert or Experian, it's a search, but it's not. It's not like you were actually applying for credit.
0: Okay. Mm, yeah.
3: And then the second point I was going to go on to is a decision in principle. That's the next step, which which is what confirms. Or gives you like a light touch on how much you can actually borrow. And that comes straight from the bank. Exactly. Yeah. Can
1: I ask on um, credit scores, is there a certain bracket you need to be in to know that you will be eligible Eligible. Yeah. for the mortgage?
3: It's a good question. I think anything above, and, and this is broadly speaking, anything above sort of 800 is reasonable. But of course, the closer you can get to 999, the better. So it's nine nine nine, the highest. Then no one yeah. ever has a thousand. Or yeah, that's you know. Yeah. And, well, I guess it varies because somebody credit expert, yeah. their scoring system is from okay, zero yeah. to nine nine nine. But then so I think ClearScore, I think their top score is yeah. five hundred. So okay. just be mindful of the yeah. actual uh, companies yeah. that you're using. And most of them are free right yeah. now as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. I, I had a conversation around sorry.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was having a conversation with my cousin around this. He literally last night. Uh he works in pensions and stuff. Okay and he's surprised how many people just don't check their credit score. Exactly. You know, they just don't know it and it's such an important thing. Yeah. It's your financial C V essentially, right? Yeah. Exactly. You know, so you kinda need to know what's going on, on it. Yeah. yeah.
3: And I'll tell you I'll tell you a story. When I used to do mortgages, I used to always see like couples coming in, you know, look really, really well to do from our community as well. And I think, oh, well, this is this is good. Like, you know, you know, black couple, you know, black love and all of that stuff. And, and, and you're you're happy. And then they get there. You're going through the finances, and then um, you ask them the initial question. Oh, so how's your credit scores? And then generally, the guy's like, yeah, yeah, it's good, it's good, it's fine, no problem at all. You ask the female as well. Yeah, perfect. It's all good. It's all good. And then, uh, and then once you do the score, <laughs> and it's there another, and it's, yeah, <laughs> you just have to say, yeah, um, you know, sorry, but one of you kind of failed and then it's like, oh, okay. Ooh, yeah. And then you, you right. ask the question, you find out it was like some old new look calculation. <laughs> um, so, some old new look card. Card like, that was. Yeah, got a new look yeah. card. <laughs> and I, I don't know why it's always new look as well. We, I, I see uh, new look. I quickly. didn't know that store was that relevant. New, but new look, we do not have anything. <laughs> new yeah. look and boohoo, that's all I ever see. It's always there. And then you find out that. Misguided. Uh, no, you, no, you are misguided. It. Exactly. So, um, so, yeah, so it's good to check. And then it could be the difference between you being able to get a house with 5%. In comprising yeah. to getting 10%, yeah, and those are the little differences. Your That's a big point, I think. So,
0: right. so,
2: so basically, it makes sense, even if you're not thinking of getting a mortgage next week, it makes sense, obviously, to always check your um, consistently, was it, yeah, consistently, consistently yeah. yeah, check your credit, even yourself, or even register to begin with, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, because
3: I guess you're saving for a deposit for a long time, right? Mm. It could take a year, two years, you know, or even yeah. longer. So, the more you're building towards it, the better for you, okay,
0: cool, no, cool. agreed.
2: Cool. Um,
0: cool. So, where are we next now?
3: So,
2: what are the biggest red flags in the mortgage application? Would you say
3: CCJs, defaults, that court county yeah, Count- yeah court counter judgments yeah. and defaults that's and mispayments. If you've got one of those, just, just, just leave it. Just forget <laughs> it. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. If you can, <laughs> you can have, you can have, you can actually have um, a CCJ or default um, disappear after six years. So that's one point. Wow. And also, if you've got a default and it's let's say fifty pounds and it's been on for three years, the lenders would also look at that too um, and and base it on your current situation. So it's not always a no, but, those are definitely red flags, so CCJs and just defaults. Just avoid a CCJ. But
2: then it takes quite a lot to get a
3: CCJ, right? Or yeah.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. How do you end up with a CCJ? Because you know, I know about defaults, but not much yeah. about those.
3: Hey, that, those. Those new little bills can come, back, can come back to haunt you. I'm telling you, like, <laughs> if, you, if you haven't paid something and you've just forgot about it, let's say a common thing was when you were at uni, you just bought a pair of shoes or something and it was like £30 or T-Mobile, you didn't think about it and it just landed yeah. on your, your account. Yeah. So it can, it can just be there without you knowing. Mm. And another thing, another red flag I would say is mispayments on credit cards. Mm. Yeah. Those, mm. those are huge, I've even heard, if it's yeah. a
0: small sum. Yeah. Because it shows you're not responsible with your debt, right? Exactly. Yeah. So how do you manage a mortgage, which is yeah. a big commitment. Yeah.
2: Exactly. And that goes back to, the, to having registered with a credit agency because I, I, I have one. I'm with experience. I'll mm. pay £14 or so whenever I check it.
0: Okay, I'm sure you can get it free now.
2: But you only see the number if it's yeah. free. Yeah. I've but heard it. you, pay you get different
1: scores... Is that? That's I've heard that I haven't tried no, it. But no, no, no. What it is, if, if you don't you pay, your
2: scores are updated every quarter. Okay, if you pay, it gets updated, it's real time. Same. Yeah, yeah. so I pay 14, yeah, pounds, that's why I pay. It. Uh, and it's yeah. like four pages, yeah. And it lists yeah. bills I had at uni from 07 yeah, to 05. yeah. it's really I was good. Like, wow. Also,
4: with Experian, if you say to them, Oh, um, I want to leave because when I left Experian, it was like, Oh is it like you can't afford it. I was like, No, I just don't need it. They was like, Well, we can put you on the plan and you can pay that three pounds a month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so they really want to keep stay, you. Come a
0: negotiation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's always room. Yeah, that is a big point. There's room for negotiation with yeah. these guys. Okay, cool. good, good,
3: good.
2: Cool. Uh, how early should one start planning? So, considering yeah. the time needed to correct credit ratings, etc.
3: I'll say as soon as possible. As okay. soon as you're thinking about it, from the moment you decide that you're going to start to build for a deposit, you should be looking at you know the first thing as we said check the credit score and then be building it as time goes on and then just try to manage your account as responsible as possible but i would say if you've given yourself at least 12 months you're you're in good you're in good stance
0: good so, good.
2: minimum 12 months but ideally as, as long as you know as much time as possible, yeah
0: as much time take. as you can
2: so t- typically how long would it take let's say you've got a bad credit score how long does it take to rectify that you
3: know? Yeah, it depends how bad. So if it's yeah. a CCJ on yeah. default, yeah. that's that's six, on there for six years, right? Six years. So that
2: means six years
3: you can't get a mortgage. But depending on the amount and various factors, but let's say as a rule of thumb, let's say it's going to be on for six years. But um, if you've got a mispayment or you've managed your account not in the best way, if you've if you've maintained it for let's say six to nine months and it was a relatively small amount, you should be okay. And again, different lenders have different criteria, yeah. so you might go to somebody like. First or HSBC who are a lot more stringent, but then perhaps a the Halifax or a Night West might take you. Or yeah. sometimes there's other lenders who even specialise on people who haven't got the best credit. Mm. I
4: think I've, my score wasn't even that bad, mm. but I was able to rectify mine in like three months. Yeah, okay. Because I managed my account well, but it was just my outgoings. But Yeah, yeah. yeah. and
0: that's yeah. the thing. I think that's what it boils down to, is managing your finances. So, to so, check then, out.
2: so you just decrease your outgoings.
0: Right? Yeah.
4: Yeah, I tell you how I tell you how it wasn't even spending, that's the thing. It was more like my direct debits coming out like going to different savings accounts. But it made uh, it look like I had so yeah, much yeah, outgoing. Yeah. But I actually didn't.
1: Mm. But um yeah. That's cool. a good
0: point. I didn't know about that actually. Yeah. Interesting. Cool.
1: Okay. Um how many options are out there? So for example, how many different mortgage type schemes, discount schemes, should people be doing a lot of shopping around before? they choose
3: to take out the mortgage. Yeah, definitely. And it's a good question as well. Um, in terms of the options, I, I normally pull it into two different buckets. You've got your criteria and then you've got the type of products as well. So if you look at criteria first, because you could be, I guess, a contractor or a permanent staff or, yeah. you know, depending on what you do, different lenders will yeah. will be shaped and, and better towards you. So once you find the lender that caters to your needs, that'll be the first point. And then to look at the type of products whether you want a fixed rate or tracker or or those sorts of things. What is the difference? Yeah. So a fixed is where you can have a rate tied in for two years or three years. Um, A tracker um, or a base rate tracker links um, the Bank of England base rate. Yeah. Or you could have a standard available rate. So those are the three, I guess, most popular ones. You've got others like capped um, rates as well, offset, where you can offset the savings that you have to a mortgage rate as well. But typically the most common ones are fixed rates or base rate trackers.
4: And what do you think is the best option
3: right now um i mean fixed is always a popular one because it, if you're somebody who likes to stick to a budget mm. and know what you're going to be paying on a month-to-month basis then you can fix in your rate for two years or three years and also i guess people think or or the assumption is interest rates might go up yeah. at the moment mm. so if you if you tie yourself in for a two-year period three years when rates do go up you could you could be in a
0: better position yeah yeah and that's the thing that's so, key
2: you know all this stuff you've just said um where it, oh, is there a central point to find information on mortgages as in like how how they work and how to get the best rate etc
3: um so there's there's lots of compare websites okay. yeah that's what so was going to mention you can actually. have a look at those and you can compare the rates but remember before you get to the product stage you have got to look at the criteria oh, okay because let's say for example somebody's a contractor and they're earning I don't know, three to yeah, five a big thing a, a lot of people are. Also, yeah, you days. might need, exactly, you might need to look for a lender which will only take one oh, year accounts. Okay, okay, okay. So, okay. if you're looking yeah. at another bank and they're saying, oh, we're going to give you 1.99, that not, might not be relevant for you because yeah, okay, they won't okay, accept okay. one five. year accounts okay. or two years. So, the first thing always is to look at the criteria. Right. I mean, you don't have to do that yourself, you can do that for a broker. Okay. But that's the first thing, and okay. then look at what the products so are.
2: W- would you always recommend finding a broker? A not, mortgage broker?
3: Not always. Not always. It works with different people. So you could go straight to a, to a lender if you if you feel you're quite savvy and you don't have to pay anything. And if you're not? Or if you haven't got time and, you, and yeah. you're not. So you can go to... A lot of estate agents have brokers as well. Um, Is
2: it in their conflict of interest?
3: Um, not not really because they tend to act um, independently. Okay. So they might have a panel of lenders that they can use. Okay. Sometimes they'll charge a fee, which yeah. could be between 300 to £500 and um they can they can give you like a range of lenders that you can use potentially and you you could pick one of those so they'll do
2: an assessment of yourself exactly based on your assessment those will be the best lenders yeah
3: yeah cool cool
1: cool um next question are there any hidden charges that people should look out for before and after purchasing the home any management fees anything like that so is there anything on top of just paying off the mortgage
3: yeah, so that's an, that's another good question. Um, before you take the mortgage out, or at the point you do the application, you'll receive what you what they call a key facts illustration. So it's like a document which lists all of the costs and all the different charges. Mm-hmm. And on there, you'll have your early repayment charge. So like that's if you know we talked about the fixed rate. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. say you wanted to redeem your mortgage within those two years, you know there's a, there's a there's a charge of like three percent. So typically you wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you'd have a booking fee. So like just for the particular rate. Of sometimes about hundred pounds or something like that, and then you'd also have an arrangement fee. So let's say your your mortgage is about two hundred k, they would typically add an arrangement fee. The lender would add arrangement fee of like nine 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 five, um, which they'll add to the loan. Okay. Cool. So, yeah, great. so those are those are the three sort of main, um, costs that they could add. But normally it's not as hidden. It's it's in your key facts document. So
1: you'll find that out before even taking out the mortgage.
3: Exactly, yeah. Okay. So you so you would have lots of time to think about it before you wanna um before you delve into the mortgage and they'll typically give you a few days that you, so you can read over as so well.
1: Those three things you should find out from any lender. Yeah. You, so if you don't find that out then something's dodgy is going on because huh. they should always give you that information.
3: Exactly. It's a regulatory requirement. So whether it's a mortgage advisor in the bank or if it's a broker, they should give you that document. If they don't, just just run a <laughs> mile. Also,
4: when I did my quote, I wasn't like, they said that um, my quote would be valid for three months. Is yeah. that with everyone or?
3: Yeah, so that varies as well. So they can give you, it can last for three months or it can be for six months as well. So depending mm-hmm. on, the lender and its criteria
0: uh one sideus side question I had was uh, so you mentioned early repayment uh, a little bit off of a tangent there uh, overpayments yes so you know with the stuff you're hearing in the news and graph to people taking longer mortgages yeah you know over 30 year 35 years adding more to their overall debt yeah because that's yep. what a home you live in is it's debt right it's not an asset exactly until you're making money from it yeah um I know I think overpayments have been something I've seen a lot of people mention as a way you can mitigate that exactly like how does you know how does that work is there an efficient way to make overpayments to strategically save yourself money in the yeah. long run
3: yeah and that's a good point because people don't realise when you take out a mortgage you're actually paying a lot of interest a lot. over a long period of time mm, it, it's, yeah. a, it's a I substantial amount like triple, okay. yeah Honestly, and no one thinks about it so you think you does. bought
0: yourself a half a million no you've probably paid yeah, a million for it exactly
3: mm. and if and, and if you're on a high rate too of like five percent six percent or something like that, You, as you said, you can be paying three times as much as you should be. Yeah, exactly. So overpayments can be key. And it, and it's good to just leave yourself some leeway in terms of affordability so that if you can, you know, if you have bonuses at the end of the year, anything that will drive the capital down okay. is a yeah. benefit to you. Another thing you can actually do to, um, to overpay is, or well, not to overpay, but you can reduce the term. So let's say in two years, when you initially started a mortgage, it was 35 years. After two years, you can think, okay, I've got a bit of equity in my property. Let me drop it down from thirty-five years to thirty-two years or thirty-one, and that way you're reducing the amount of interest you're yeah. paying over time. Are there any costs for doing that? um No, no.
0: There's um, no arrangement fees or anything.
3: No, no arrangement fees. As long as you're outside of your outside your of your deal, term, okay. You, yeah, you, you can do you that. Equity,
2: as in, so that means the price of your house has gone up.
3: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so if you bought your house for three hundred thousand and your mortgage was uh, two seventy, and then after a number of years your property value went up to 350 you've got extra equity in there yeah. okay. so you, think, yeah. you might be able to negotiate oh. a better interest rate yeah. and you could you could say right well instead of 35 years i'm going to drop my term down to 31 mm-hmm. so that will reduce your interest rates and at the same time you can overpay um yeah. you can overpay typically sometimes by 10 percent of the loan amount they'll mm-hmm. allow you to do for free yeah. without any charge. yeah for free or any outside charges of the deal. some lenders do 20 percent overpay that you can do
0: okay so that's a good thing to look into. How much can you overpay, and when, and all that kind of stuff. Hundred yeah. percent.
3: Another good thing about overpaying as well is that if you if you've overpaid for a period of time, you can take advantage of um, payment holidays too. Oh. Yes, sir. So yes. so yeah, I remember can say, those. You know, I've overpaid for four months in a year, and then next year you come into a bit of difficulties, or you literally just need a break. Mm. Um, you could, you could, um, they would, they would allow you to have four months where you skip okay. the mortgage yeah. payment. And different mm-hmm. lenders, and the best to like Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think that would be key if you hit hard yeah, times, right? Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Or key. if you if you're trying to invest in a business or so, you know, over three months, let's say your mortgage is a thousand pounds, because you've overpaid, you've got three thousand pounds almost credit, right, or yeah. or equity that you can play around with, cool. and then you can start again.
2: So one more cool. thing before we move
3: on to the next question.
2: Go ahead, um, bro. Would you say is there like a, in terms of let's just say. Your mortgage is a thousand pounds, or your potential mortgage is a thousand. Yeah. Is there like a cap on how much you earn on a month that you should have? Is there like a ratio? So let's just say the mm. mortgage shouldn't be above this percentage mm. of your monthly salary or something.
3: That's like a good that. point. Yeah. Actually, in terms of yeah. Yeah, that's a. I mean, so normally you do have the affordability calculators, but let's say as a rule of thumb, if yeah. you're if you're paying around about a third that should give you the ability to pay your other bills and all of your other factors okay. So, 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 so budgeting, it wouldn't budgeting. be a
2: good idea for your mortgage to be a lot more than a third of your monthly income. No. Okay. Because no, That sounds sensible 20, to me. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, some people's rents are a third
3: of their... Yeah. 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 Some's yeah. even double, half of what you... Yeah. you have and that's the monthly. big problem, right? Yeah.
0: To live in London anyway. But that, that sounds like it might be... Because in addition to the episode. mortgage,
3: you've got service charges. Yeah, yeah. yeah, You know, you've got all of those bits that just creep out of nowhere. You've got your um, yeah, Especially builds. if you live with a new build, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. the
0: service charges, all those add-ons, you know, that's a very different yeah. experience yeah. to living in a bricks and mortar house. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, which is what most of our generation and below are going to be experiencing. Exactly. No one's building houses yeah. anymore. Yeah. You know. Cool. Uh, so next one would be... So, in addition to mortgage charges uh, are there any other substantial charges that your lender could help you with, so you know, like your lawyer fees, stamp duty, anything like that. Yeah, sometimes some deals that you might
3: have um, with a lender, they can offer you, they can offer to give you um, your solicitor's fees for free, mm. um, especially if it's a remortgage. Sometimes you might want to remortgage. You know, you're, you're not just a first-time buyer. You've you've been in your um, mortgage for two years, three years, four years, and the term's out, and you wanted to remortgage. They'll say, right, well, we will we're happy to pay for your legal fees for you. So that's the most common one. Um, anything else? I'm not sure. I think that's the main one. Mm. You know, they, they could help you with your legal fees um, and your survey actually. So yeah, so some mortgages they would say right the survey on your property, and this is where they would say right you're buying a property for 300k. Um, we need to do the survey on it to make sure that we're happy with you know the property that you're buying, mm. and they could offer you that service of the survey for free.
1: So is, cool. should you always ask the question, what can they offer you? just to see
3: if there's anything that they are willing to do. Yeah, yeah, it's always worth asking. Yeah. Um, sometimes, um, typically, you know, if you're a first-time buyer, you will have to pay for your legals mm. and you will have to be um pay for your survey. But if you're like a sec- house mover, that's where sometimes you have a bit more flexibility yeah. with that sort of thing. I imagine
0: that your equity gives you more of a... Position exactly. of power, right? It
3: gives you more strength, yeah. I
0: think in, in regards to equity, maybe really quickly, uh, you know, do you think a lot of people understand that? you think that would be worthwhile kind of breaking down a bit more or...?
2: Yeah, I mean... I'm or like equity. how
0: to use it yeah. even because people probably have equity in their homes and yeah. you know maybe just sit on it where they maybe as you say could draw down on their mortgage yeah, exactly. use it to fund other things you know what can you do with your equity yeah. in your home i suppose
3: exactly and then that's a good point because typically i mean if you have a property in london or even just outside the m25 your property might be rising up by 10% every year so you could be in a situation where you have so if we let's say let's give an example so going back to buying a house for 300,000 pounds you know your loan amount was 270 and the value of your property is now three fifty. So you have the fifty um, k extra plus the thirty that you had before. So that's like, what's that? You're testing my math now, but was it 80, 80 mm-hmm. k yeah. that you have? You could you could reinvest that into a business. You yeah. could you could put that back into yeah you know any other project that you have. Yeah. You could yeah. use it to buy another property as yep. well, and that's know? what see a lot of people and do exactly. You know, and before you know it, instead of one property,
0: you have two. Mm. Yeah. So like, then you actually then, have some assets, not just a liability. You live exactly.
2: In. But then I'm guessing to begin with, your mortgage will always be more than the value of your house, no?
3: Um, no, so so let's <laughs> yes. say the property yes. went from three hundred yeah, to, to value right?
2: Yeah, but let's just oh right, right. So okay,
3: whereas right. your loan was two seventy, you might say, right, I'm gonna borrow an extra thirty grand. So you're taking it from two seventy yeah. to three hundred and you've still got fifty K equity in there. Mm. So you take that thirty K and you could say, right? I'm going to move to, okay. I was listening to one of your other um, cool. podcasts and you talked about like Barking and Abbey Wood. Yeah, I'm, going to, buy, I'm yeah. going to buy a property over there. Crayford's another place I saw today, yeah, which is exactly. an interesting place actually. For, you know, two bed and and you can start your little property empire from there.
0: Thank you for listening, by the way. That was I said out. as well, thanks, <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> I'm not as passive, I'm listening, I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, the next two are pretty short, so maybe I'll do them as one. Um, is it easier to get approved with more than one approver? And what kind of information should you be expecting to provide to your l- prospective uh, lender? Yep.
1: More than um, one applicant?
0: You know?
1: Yeah.
3: So one... Yeah. So yeah. One. yeah. So, Sorry. I, I don't know. I got you. I, I <laughs> Thank, got you. you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank um, you. So you could have let's say you have two people who are buying that's going to increase your chances right because you've got more income to play with mm-hmm. um typically lenders don't mind two people because that's it's quite common mm-hmm. three people they might have a few extra questions but really I, yeah i didn't know that yeah well, some some people the more to, yeah yeah, yeah it's so the more,
0: say sorry to yeah, but, mm-hmm. but you had a point in the last episode about buying a house with a number of friends yeah. is yeah. there kind of a maximum you could do that with them
3: normally it's around three okay and, yeah and with three people they might have a few extra questions oh, or it yeah. might be a bit more robust in uh, you know, the, know the information that you provide mm. but typically two is common
0: okay so i suppose if you did want to invest with a you know number of friends in property is there any way around that like maybe you for could, a limited company or something exactly you could okay. do that
3: so you could have a partnership yeah. Investment where, club, yeah or an investment club where, where you decide to register your legal entity and purchase properties in that way. Fine. But on a, on a standard residential type mortgage. So I guess there's two types, right? So you've got residential mortgages, where you're, you're buying to live. You have buy-to-let properties, where you're mm. buying to rent out. And then you could also have a commercial mortgage too. So if you were looking to have it as an enterprise with a number of people, you could get together as a partnership or, or a club, an investment club, and purchase you know a group of properties or, or a few on, on a commercial arrangement. Oh, so cool. that's an option too. Cool. Thank
0: you. Uh, I think the second part was yeah. What kind of information would you you know typically be expecting to provide to yeah. the lender? So typically, um, and again, all lenders
3: have different criteria, but the most common thing is they'll ask for three months bank statements. Okay. Um, they'll also ask for three months only. Three yeah. months, yeah. Some some more, but on average, yeah. three months. Yeah. Wow.
0: Contracts is a year or two years accounts, but exactly. yeah, yeah, it's always been three, year, three yeah three months, sorry.
3: Um. So three months bank statements, three months pay slips as well. And of Mm -hmm. course, a form of ID Mm -hmm. um, as well. And they would want to know where your source of um, deposits come from as well. Okay. Like typically, what what they would um ask for. Sometimes they might ask for a P sixty, mm. but but the main things are your bank statements and your pay slips.
0: Cool. Okay. I I'm kind of on that in terms of source of income. There's one point I want to raise really quickly before mm-hmm. we go into yeah. Kalisha's kind of piece. Um, so we, we in our first episode we did a lot on ISAs. Yes. And in the last one we covered helped buy ISA. Yes. But we didn't cover something I found out about recently called the lifetime ISA. I don't know if you guys are aware of that Yeah. In here. Yeah, yeah, so I'm, I think it's a, it's a relatively new one, right? It is, so, um, yeah.
3: Right, it's a lower limit though,
0: isn't it? So, yeah, so I think your your money's tied in for a year. I know that much. Yeah. But from what I understand, I think you can get the bonus even if you don't, So you can get the bonus earlier. Yeah. So with the help to buy, you have to have, have completed your mortgage or whatever. Yeah. I think once you're accepted, yeah. you can get access to the bonus on a lifetime. Yeah. yeah. So I think you can get the money sooner in your house buying process. Yeah. Mm. But there's, there's a few more uh, strings on it, so... You can only get if you're between eighteen and forty. Yeah. Um. Yeah. As you say, you can only get your bonus after a year, versus yeah. help to buy. You can get the bonus after three months. Yeah. So yeah. I saw something on the internet recently where a lot of people kind of used the two together. I don't
3: yeah. know if you. Yeah. So yeah. So from what I remember, it's a it's like a another version of a long term savings, which mm. is tax efficient. So like a form of a lifestyle, a long term savings ISA or. Or something like that yeah and um it almost it can act as a pension or a long time saving and it's to try to encourage millennials to save a lot more as well so as you said between the ages of 18 and 40 if it's not for pension um or at the age of 50 where you want the money you could actually use those funds to buy a property yeah um, and and, or you could decide to have it build but if you weren't looking to buy property you would have to keep the money in until you retire or from fifty age of fifty, but if you want to buy a property, you can you can actually take those funds out ah, to buy a property. Okay, with it. cool. So so in its in its primary sense, Hate it's a long term savings, and it's like a form of pension. It's not a pension because you don't have tax relief, got but you, got it's you. like a long time long term sorry savings, which is. Um, for retirement income but if you don't want to use it for retirement income yeah. you can take the funds earlier and use it to buy a property yeah so um you, so definitely have a look at that because it's
2: just, this is quite new it, it is saying yeah. this that it's just made me think you know it, effectively if you really wanted to um just a little bit off topic here but if you're investing or you're, you were yeah in holdings whatever you could actually invest everything and then tax as in invest everything and not pay any tax You just mentioned his lifetime ISA, right? Yeah. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. You have your normal ISA. Yeah. yeah. That's another thing. You have your help to buy ISA. Yeah. That's another thing. If you combine all the limits of that, this is like a lot of money. This is a lot of money money considering ISA started at 3,600. Yeah.
0: That that's what, That was it. So to the fact that you've got 20 grand plus yeah. year, all, all these others, as you say, it's, there's yeah. a lot yeah, of money that can be saved tax-free. Yeah. So, Definitely.
2: So, so just to highlight that, you know, there are ways to do things tax efficiently where
0: mm. you don't
3: mm. pay tax. And to
0: honestly, yeah, if sure. you're seeing a personal banker, that's the first thing they are kind of, well, when I was yeah. in the field, that's the first thing they're supposed to push to yeah. you yeah. is tax-efficient savings.
3: And sometimes people think for these tax-efficient um, options, you need to have a lot of money. Yeah, which is yeah. not the case you could start with 25 pounds per month 30 pounds yeah. per month yeah, I said, no mm. white, you could yeah. yeah exactly and over time just for the benefit of you know compound interest you yeah. know you're you're, you're, you're wonders laughing wonders yeah <laughs> I love that <laughs> quote I'm not gonna say it now but I love that quote yeah, <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, Kalisha? um
4: so yeah I'll just talk briefly about my
2: well, no, 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 no. See, this, this is what happened. So we <laughs> no, got an I email. Talk for herself. We got a very long email. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. We came yeah, 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 from yeah. Yeah. a loyal listener who we actually <laughs> want to shout out.
0: You know, <laughs> yeah, Shanice, yeah. Yes. Shanice Cole. Yes.
1: How yeah. did you get out to Shanice? Thank you, Shanice. For long email, man. Yeah, it was very, appreciate. much very much appreciated.
0: Very much appreciated.
2: in that email, there was a question directed at Kalisha about my process in buying my
4: property. Yes. So. um... I was blessed to have a council flat, which I've had for like, when at the time when I first started my mortgage application for about eight years. And I didn't see the council moving me. I'm a single person. I don't have kids. So that me, I'm not a priority on their list. So I was like, and I really wanted a property. So I was like, am I going to save, 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 wait for another good knows, like five, six years mm-hmm. before I actually can buy a property? Or should I look into different schemes? So went to my local council, went to like little meetings and there was a right to buy scheme so I was like oh mm. let me do that then mm. so I decided to like do the right to buy scheme so I filled out the application etc etc Um, and then I got accepted to actually buy my property so it, to- it told me like how much my property was worth how much my discount was which was amazing I won't say how much it was worth but I'll say my discount was 93,000. Yeah, That's why I'm still
0: jealous of my parents (laughs) and everyone that got right to buy back then. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah. So my discount was 93,000 so I was like okay cool and at the time I was working in the bank and I had a mortgage advisor that worked in my branch so I said to him oh I've got um, I've been accepted on the right to buy scheme can you look at my accounts etc so I can start beginning the process so he looked at my accounts and he was like you've got too much outgoings. Mm -hmm. I was like I don't spend that much mm. and as was mentioned earlier about managing your account I managed my account well but I had too much outgoing so mm. I've got a private pension I've got a ISO in the private with foresters which is like a private financial um services like organization mm-hmm. I've got like savings in so many different banks I had savings in that like, West as well that's where I used to work and I um, had a car on finance I I didn't go to gym or anything like that but I, it it was so much outgoings even though I managed monthly to live but managing monthly for a mortgage is totally different. Yeah. So he was like um, you need to sort that out. You need to cancel all your savings that you all your standing orders that you've got cancel them. Um, He was like your finance what I did well don't know if I'm allowed to do this but mm. I did it with my finance for my car I transferred my direct into my sister's name mm. and then I just paid their cash 250 mm. instead okay. into yeah. her account so it looked like I wasn't
1: didn't have wasn't car, paying, it paying it anymore. anymore yeah
4: i also i had a credit card my credit card limit was only one four and i paid that off like every few months so i made sure i paid that all off mm. and then um yeah i did that and then three months late i think this was about maybe september time so i did that managed my account very well for like three months four months of having mm. like less outgoing etc cetera, etc cetera. Yeah. and then i started my mortgage application and in my as I saying, it's like an interview they asked me so much questions yeah. really? and these weren't questions that he was making up They were actually questions yeah. that came up on the screen yeah. Yeah. so do you go to the gym <clears throat> i'm like no do you smoke do you drink are you looking to have kids in the next two to five years mm. do you have a partner are you looking to have a partner are you
0: well that must be tricky for some
1: people
4: <laughs> it's, it's like so many questions what, what bank was it if you don't mind me Northwest. asking that oh, west all right okay there were so many questions i'm like why do you want to get all into my yeah. business like that yeah. it's like none of your yeah. business they wanna, like, well
0: they're lending contracts. you a large amount of money and right so like, this is
4: it he was like this is the question they have to ask because they need to see whether you can afford. yeah you can afford it now but are you going to be able to afford it in the next two to yeah. five years yeah. if your circumstances change, change. agreed so um yeah, you have to take into account all of these things. Yeah, yeah, you have to like, yeah. obviously Just I want kids in like that yeah. two to five years, but I'm not going to tell thing. them that. So, so um, you
1: said no. Yeah, I said yeah, no to all those.
4: Yeah. Things, and obviously. I think it's
0: important because all those things are relatively new. You know, yeah. twenty years ago they weren't asking those kind of questions. Yeah. Yeah. you walked in with a couple of bank statements and you got a house. That's it. You know, so yeah. that shows you know how it's got more difficult. You yeah. always hear that it's more difficult for like for millennials. That can that's one of the examples of how Definitely. you know
3: that's it. Yeah, post post financial crisis. It's, it's so much more detailed and more complex now. Mm. You know, you could go to some banks and they're asking, well, yesterday you took out £100. What was that, what that, was for? that for? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. yeah. It's crazy. You might not even remember. Definitely. It's crazy. Yeah. Cool. And
4: also, I forgot to mention, with the right to buy scheme, it's, so five years is kind of like side to side with the council-ish. Yeah. Like, you can't really do much within the first five years. So when I went to, like, when I processed my application, it first said, Two years fix. I wanted fix. I want a fixed amount that I know Mm. I'm paying every single month. Mm. So, first said two years, it came up that he can only give me two years, but then he, I think you can write comments to argue why it should be more. So, in the end, I got five year fix in line with my right to buy, which Mm. helped. Mm. So, I'm on a five year fix. Yeah. I'm blessed because my mortgage, what I pay monthly, is less than what my actual rent was. Mm. And Obviously, I pay when, service charges. Did you charges. Get the mortgage? If you
2: don't mind. Not no,
4: when? When? Um, March th- or oh, April, two thousand and fourteen. Oh, oh Cool. That's
3: not yeah. that long ago.
1: Yeah,
0: that's yeah. cool. That's good.
3: And I'm and I'm and just to go back to you talking about rights of buy I'm glad you mentioned it because um, I think one of your other podcasts you were talking about generational wealth as well. Yes. yes. A lot of people might be thinking, um, well, you know, my my family, we don't we don't have like lump sums of money that we're going to inherit and things like that that's,
4: that's for me to yeah. be honest but I'm one, the first person
3: exactly Well, one simple thing you can do and this is I guess this is my plea to everybody you know for those of you who like myself I guess who lives in an estate so I'm talking you know mm-hmm. If you if you're if you've lived in um, Midsfield, Angel Town, Broadwater Farm, all, all of those estates, yeah. and you're sitting there thinking, <laughs> I'm from South London, so I was a bit biased. But if you, if you, <laughs> so if any of your parents, uncles, or whoever you live with, because you might be on a tenancy, and you can actually get a right to buy a property, and the discount you get is huge, massive, and yeah. a lot of people don't um, know about it. And you could use the discount that you have as your deposit. Deposit, that's what I did. So you don't need a lump sum. Yeah. So before you know it, you've got a property in Brixton. Or in, in Tottenham, whereby you've, you know, that that's yours, right? Mm. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah. an asset you have. That's to say, so you
4: I, I pass know that. On. my 93 it, grand was yeah. my and, deposit. And, yeah. and
2: being on a
3: tenancy
4: is so enough. Good to know. It's enough. And I made my mum put my sister on yeah. her tenancy. I was like, okay. So
0: say if you had a family member that had a property like that, but they weren't in a position to get a mortgage or whatever. Yeah. Could you or get put into the tenancy?
3: You can do It's a, in that sense, it's a
0: fine line because sometimes they think,
3: so let's say, let's say if I use myself as an example, if I, if my mum had a cancel house and I was on the tenancy agreement as well, and I said oh I want to buy the house from my, my parents using the right to buy sometimes their fear is that you might kick them out of the house mm. but they don't understand black people we don't do that <laughs> you know I mean? these cultural differences look we can't do that they'll kick us out but anyway you're never allowed fair- to be an adult <laughs> exactly <laughs> so they might be fearful of that so what they normally do is they have an inter- um, an interview with you oh, okay. and they'll say right um, so what are the reasons and you can just say you okay. know, I've been living here for a while too Problem. And you can you could get you could buy the property you're right to buy as well, and that's mm. the start of you in the ladder. And you could you could take equity out later on as well. Mm. Let's say after a year, and that's and that you're on your way. I've
4: got one question for myself. <laughs> so obviously, 2019 is when I have to start, when my my mortgage basically comes to an end. Yeah. When is the best time for me to start looking for new rates and start shopping around?
3: Yeah. Good question. i will say about three months before. Three months before you could have something agreed, so that as soon as it's done, you could you could literally exercise it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So don't leave it to the last minute. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Hundred percent. Cool. Cool. Well, yeah. Been a good one. Some good. Some good conversation. Thanks for coming. Thanks for for, and you need to come back. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) As long as you You invite me over here, I'll be here. Uh, there's so (laughs) much around you know properties and stuff because I'm I'm mainly looking outside of London, outside of the UK. Yeah. So you know even conversations around that would be cool. Actually.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, what's just. Very quickly. Like yeah. One of the questions that Shanice was ask, asking was, you know, what do you think of buying outside of London? Say, like yeah. Birmingham. She was looking at buying yeah. to buying to rent out in Birmingham.
3: Yeah, I think I think any, any sort of um, opportunity for you to buy a property is always good. Um, sometimes people want to look like you know up north or a bit further than Birmingham or Manchester or, yeah. or areas Norman like powerhouse. that. It does come with a it does come with a risk because sometimes the properties are cheap for a reason. Mm-hmm. So whereas in London you can find somebody to rent really really quickly. You know, your auntie would just know somebody who needs a quick one bedroom and it's fine. But out there, it's a different demographic or it's just a bit more challenging. So you could have periods where you don't have somebody that you can rent out to for longer. Oh, so By the same consider time, that? it's still good because you could, you could buy, you're could buying a property, right? And if it works out for you, it's good. So going back to the question of Birmingham, Birmingham is quite a vibrant city. So, you know, there's always going to be opportunity for you to buy a property there. Um, Manchester or, or any sort of cities like that are always good. Yeah. And then if you've got a bit more appetite for risk, you can look outside of London or Midlands or up north as well
0: cool okay. great cool oh. cool well well i think uh before we wrap up i think we should do our announcement which we were kind of supposed to do at the beginning right yeah yeah that, exactly. can we get can we get some energy <laughs> 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 kind of significant it is, guys it's a very exciting announcement. Um, yeah i think yeah i think yeah, Sam should lead this one off
1: <laughs> 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 okay so we have been given an amazing opportunity where we are gonna Do a live podcast from the House of Commons. Wow, order, (laughs) order. I've been waiting to say that. (laughs) under, Under order,
2: huh? Under the order. Who invited us? Well, yeah, invited, actually, that's a good point. We've
1: been Mindless. invited by Diane Abbott to do a piece amazing. Um, on that's during amazing. Black History Month. I'm so. actually kind <laughs> <have to> <laughs> of scared. I'm excited. I'm excited. The same time. A, well done,
0: you know, yeah. come on, guys! I tweeted the other day, from Chip Shop <laughs> to the House of Commons <laughs> in five episodes. <laughs> yeah, that's efficient. <laughs> so we're going to be efficient. recording
1: live from there on Monday, the 30th of October. It will be from seven till nine PM. It's going to be a like a live panel podcast chat session. but it was going to have interactive
0: workshops Questions, yeah shows, sessions yeah. <laughs> yeah stuff to get you thinking
1: interactive the audience and um, we'll just be giving to you some useful tips but actually just having a conversation so yeah. everyone yeah. Will get a chance it's to yeah it's just going to be a conversation guys
0: and it's free it's free yeah. it's free so and it's going to be a great networking do, opportunity right yeah you know?
1: Just to speak to other people, find out other people's difficulties. Bring your siblings. Out yes, yes bring, bring, everyone. bring everyone. Bring, your bring everyone. Like everyone. this is, you know, <laughs> so we can I'd really do, do something it. here. Single friends, bring
0: them too. Yeah, you definitely need to bring them. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yes, yeah, so I will be posting stuff on our various socials about yes. it. Yes. There'll be more information. Um, you know, everyone else out there, other podcasts that are doing a similar thing, or even if you're not. You know, please come and attend, it'll be a great way to network yeah, with each other. I'd love to see uh, speak share to information, you. It, the things we know that you don't know, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So I'll be reaching out to all of you and I'm sure we all will. Yeah. But yeah. But, but very yeah. Look out times. for more information yes, on yes, it. Yes, yeah. Definitely.
2: Cool. So um yeah, as usual. Um yeah. If you like the podcast, if you enjoyed it, please rate
0: us. That's important. On, on we that need you yeah. Guys, can. please yeah, really please true. five stars. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, we'll take and four and and on, on, on a on bad day. Why we shouldn't be five stars, and then if there then really put a it in the comment. And, and right? if put that in the comment, we, t- we shouldn't be five stars. Yeah, then we welcome all comments. No, don't rate us badly. Exactly. If not if you rate us badly, tell us why and we'll fix it. We're fishing like that. Um yeah. So um You don't want that, by the way, guys. Yeah,
2: you you can find us at the usual places. So Yes, bra underscore living Uh, on Twitter.
4: um, Miss underscore K underscore V A N G on Twitter. And our IG is the underscore making underscore sense underscore podcast.
0: Yes. Um, Think underscore king underscore J. Um, Yeah, same thing on Instagram and Twitter. I'm not anywhere else. I don't really like Snapchat much. The filter's getting I ain't giving out my Snapchat. (laughs) Since the dog filter, I gave up on that application. I'm sorry. (laughs)
1: And I am MS underscore Sammy with an I underscore XX on Twitter or SA double MA underscore XX on Instagram.
4: And I just want to say thank you to everyone that's been supporting, definitely that's reposting thank us. Thank you guys, um, amazing support. Yeah, big yeah on yourself. Instagram, on Twitter, there's been a, quite a lot of love and a we appreciate it. Please yeah.
1: keep your questions coming in because we're happy to answer all yeah. of them and I just have discussions in them. On
4: here, so please keep them coming. Cool. Also,
1: tickets for House of Commons on, is on Eventbrite. And it's free. Just
2: it's free. It's free, free and then free.
1: Monday the 30th it's, it's of free. October, during October for Black History yep. Month.
0: Yeah, and that's a big thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, have we even dis- said PM. what we're discussing?
2: It will be about the spending habits of people of our demographic. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Is exactly. exactly. A, yeah, Actually, you know. Yeah, practice. <laughs> 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 you always do. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: So cool. yeah, it'll be good, man. No, it's Come. going to be good, man. Some great conversation. Hopefully, we can all learn something from it, yeah. uh, yourselves and us. And, you know, we can really do something to help change. Yeah. Yeah. And, know, and also, our love- course.
2: A lot of us haven't been to the House of Commons, so exactly. Yeah, for I that can. alone,
0: that's I, yeah. That's oh, yeah. Like this should be on your bucket list. You this know. is definitely. Of my, of I told my friends at work, and it's like you know. But I
3: heard yeah. you can't take pictures there. Can
0: you? I was thinking that security yeah. reasons. Yeah, no cool. That's fine. Well, well, well,
1: no, you I think maybe not Snapchat, but I think you can um, take pictures. Oh really? But there what? is a registration oh, process you. that you have to go through. Of so you will be emailed once you sign up to the event, right, and get your free ticket. You will be emailed to complete registration process. It is very, very important. Please don't skip it because you would not be allowed into the building if it's not done.
0: On. Come on, think of where we're going. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wait. So I just want to say, Will wants to leave us
3: if anything before he
0: goes. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for coming. So yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah we'll we'll end will. on your note. Any tips?
3: Yeah. Um. Well, no. Thanks for having me. Um. I guess the main tip is is the right to buy one. I think that's a big one. I think a lot of people are sitting on gems. Yeah. So um, st- go go go. Watch your parents now.
0: <laughs> 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 Seriously. Yeah, that's it. That's oh, it, guys. Um, oh, yeah. Wicked. Thank you for listening thank once again. You. Please, as you say, we, you know, we've already said it. Give us the feedback and we'll keep on going.
1: And we'll see you on Monday the 30th at 7 p.m. All right, With take care love. guys. Peace, yeah, love bye.
0: and happiness. Peace. Got to be back. <laughs> <laughs>